listening to Our Stories, the Australian Army on Operations podcast. This is Task Group Taji Rotation 4, a combined force of Australian and New Zealand military personnel who've joined the international effort against Daesh and their campaign of terrorism in Iraq and Syria. As you can hear behind me here, training is in full swing as the task group prepares to deploy. And over the next few weeks, we'll be bringing you the stories of the men and women serving in the task group as they prepare to undertake their mission. To find out more about that mission, this week we're talking to Colonel Richard Vag, who's the commander of the task group. The task group Taji's mission is to train the Iraqi security forces to enable them to better fight Daesh. Daesh is a terrible organisation and anything we can do to help contribute to its destruction and removal as a threat, not only to Iraq but to the rest of the world, is really important and I think from a perspective from the task group. The task group's very proud to be involved in that process. It's part also though of an international effort, isn't it, task group Taji? So can you explain a bit more about how that's going to work? Yeah, right. Task group Taji is an ANZAC task group. So we have Australian and New Zealand elements within the task group, and that's across the entire element. We are part of the Combined Joint Task Force, which is a US-led coalition conducting Operation Inherent Resolve. So we'll work to that combined joint task force and as part of their plan to enable the Iraqis to defeat Daesh, we'll fill a small element of their overall plan. So for people who don't know the backstory and don't understand how come we came to be there, who's invited us to go in and provide this support? Well, I think most people will be aware of Daesh's actions and rapid advance through Iraq in 2014. The coalition, led by the US, was invited into the country by the Iraqi government to help them defeat Daesh. Task Group Taji will be giving combat training to conventional Iraqi soldiers. That will take the form of very simple individual training, such as sniper training, right through to more complex type of operations, such as fighting in urban environments by day and night. Our training will be predominantly focused at Iraqi brigades. So you're looking at about 2,000 Iraqis. The Prime Minister announced earlier this year that we would also train federal police and border guards. It's important to note that these aren't like our federal police here in Australia. They're far more of a paramilitary organisation and we'll be giving them military training in urban security operations and defensive operations. But the key thing here is this is a training mission, isn't it? It's a non-combat role. So to the Australian public, how can we explain that? What's the difference? It's quite simple. Our role is to prepare the Iraqis to go and fight Daesh. As a task group, we won't be directly fighting Daesh unless, of course, they try and attack us. Tell us more about the men and women who'll make up task group Taji, who'll be under your command. What kinds of people are you going to be working with? Normal Australians, yeah, somebody's daughter, somebody's son, husband, brother, wife, etc. The core element is based around the 1st Armoured Regiment from Darwin, but we have uh, armoured soldiers, infantrymen, engineers, gunners, intelligence specialists and some very key medical personnel as well. What they are, though, is exceptionally well-trained 
and exceptionally well disciplined. It's a volunteer army and in some cases I suppose they're quite remarkable because they're putting aside their own personal well-being and their own comfort to do something good for the world and Australia. What does it take to be a member of Task Group Taji? One of the key things I asked all members of the task group uh, to consider when we first got together was I wanted a group of individuals who were professional, who were driven and who were willing to put the mission before themselves. And what about for you personally, sir? What has it taken for you to get to this point in your career? For me, to be uh, chosen to lead the task group is, uh, is an exceptional privilege. The mission isn't about me. The mission is, uh, is about the task group and to be given responsibility for the safety and well-being of Australians is an immense privilege. For me, it's more about making sure that not only do we achieve the mission, but every one of the task group members comes home safely. How does one go about preparing for such a mission, though? In terms of the training that's going to be happening for task group Taji over the next few weeks, how would you describe that training to somebody outside of the Army? Because we have drawn the majority of the task group from the 1st Brigade and it has undergone a very rigorous training cycle over the past three years, the members of the task group are already at a very highly trained position. What we're doing now is over the next six weeks, we have broken the training into several key areas. For example, the first two weeks is collective training, concentrating on uh, providing first aid and immediate support to those individuals if they happen to be injured. The training then transitions into getting people orientated into the situation in Iraq and being very specific about the types of situations that they're going to face throughout the mission. At the end of that two weeks, we'll then move into the individual task unit training and the individual company training where each soldier will be trained and practice the tasks that they will need to conduct in Iraq. Once we've got that down at an individual level, we'll move into small teams. We'll then move into a collective groups. And by the end of the four-week period, we'll be operating as a task group, conducting all those tasks in a synchronised manner. Once we have conducted all our individual and and specific training to the task that we're going to be doing in Iraq, and we've practised that as a collective group or as a task group, we'll then move into a mission rehearsal exercise. And this is where the Combat Training Centre will come in and they'll set up an environment very similar to the one that we'll experience in Iraq. We will then go through a week period where we will live and breathe as we will in Iraq. There will be a number of scenarios that will replicate the worst-case scenarios that we will experience in Iraq. Not only is that an opportunity for the command team to make a decision on our readiness to deploy, it's also an opportunity for us to refine our standard operating procedures and tactics and techniques for dealing with those situations when we encounter them in Iraq. During this training period that you've just described, what are you expecting to see from your people under your command? Commitment. What I want to see through this training is commitment from the members of the task group so that when we do deploy at the end of the training, they know within themselves that they're ready for the job and they're not questioning themselves. And I know as a commander that we can take them to a place where they're going to be put in harm's way. You mentioned harm's way. Many of the people have obviously got friends and family at home. What's your message to them? My message to them is my first priority is the safety of the members of the task group. Our force protection procedures that we'll put in place 
will underpin everything we do in theatre. As I've previously stated, making sure that I bring every member of the task group home safely is my key concern and my key aim. I can't wish away the fact that we've deployed into a war zone, but what I can do is I can ensure that the men and women of task group Targety present themselves as a hard target and do not put themselves in a position where they present an easy target for the enemy. The fact that we're deploying to a war zone is not lost on the men and women of the task group. They're an exceptionally bright group of people and they fully understand the situation we're going into. Over the next six weeks then, what do you think the highlights are going to be? This is going to be an excellent opportunity for the task group members. Firstly, they're going to be exposed to a range of training that they don't normally see in Army. We are now the main effort. We're the biggest army element that is deploying on operations and we have full access to the resources available to army. So task group members will be put through training scenarios in terms of medical training, shooting. There are going to be several highlights for the members of the task group. We are going to be exposed to some outstanding training opportunities. We have numerous resources made available for us so that we're ready to go. There's also the element of coming together as a team. There's something special about being selected to go and do a job as this. And when you come together as a large team like this with a single focus and a single aim, that's very rewarding for all members. Is there a sense of pride? Are you noticing that in the team already? At the moment, I think that's superficial because it's early days. What I hope to achieve by the end of the six weeks training is a fully integrated force who is willing to go forward and do the job, even when it's tough, uh, they're cold, wet and tired. It is going to be winter, isn't it, in fact, when the task group's there in Iraq? Yes, the weather's going to be rubbish and it is going to be very cold and very wet, despite the fact it's in a desert. And by the time we're reaching the end of our tour, it's going to be hot and very dry. So I really we're getting the best of both worlds. And in terms of you personally, what do you hope to achieve over the next six weeks? At the end of the six-week period, I want the task group to be in a position where it is ready to start the mission straight away. One of the key aims is to make sure that by the time we finish our mission rehearsal exercise, the task group has a very identifiable identity, one that every member of the task group is loyal to and is willing to put before themselves and their own individual comforts. Islamic State of Daesh is a truly awful organisation that needs to be removed as a threat to our way of life and the Iraqi people. I feel privileged to be given the opportunity to aid in its removal as a threat. I think all members of the task group feel very much the same way. Uh, Therefore, whilst none of us are looking forward to leaving our families and friends for such a long period of time, everyone is very aware of the importance of our mission and at the same time are very proud to be doing this. Colonel Richard Vag, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskeldare reporting from Task Group Taji. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia. <laughs>